and this was given to me by my grandfather uh, on my mother's side. He had been holding his cufflinks in it, I believe, or that's what he said. So it's actually quite nice to hold in your hand. And I polish it every now and then to keep it, because it tarnishes quite quickly. Um, it has little angel faces pressed into the top. Like so much so that when I was little, I did think that I really could fly for like many years. <laughs> I call them angel faces, but you know, they might just be baby. I don't know that there's wings or it's like cherubs. They're, they're kind of weird, actually, a cluster of them. And I wonder if my grandmother got it for him because she really likes angels. I don't know where it came from. He gave it to me kind of randomly when I was at the home of him and my grandmother. I don't even think we were in conversation, he just sort of came up to me with it. It had been something he had and was keeping his cufflinks in, I think. Um, and he just thought that I might like to have it and enjoy it, which was just that he was sort of thinking about me and what I might like and wanting to give me something it was sort of un unique and felt special, like that, because it wasn't my birthday, it wasn't a holiday, I just happened to be there. Um, yeah, and it's, I still keep it. It's like a precious thing from him since he's passed. It's, it's very small, maybe an inch in diameter, an inch tall, three inches long. It's, um, it's an oval shape, but it's actually got some little decorative flutes and maybe a rope texture around the edge with some angel faces in the center of the lid, and it's hinged. When I hold it, I, I think of my grandfather, but also it's just like physically a nice experience. Like when you hold a piece of metal, you know, it's cold when you pick it up, but it so quickly takes on your body temperature and becomes warm in your hand. Um, and this is nice, this, this is a nice feeling, but um, yeah, it's the, it just makes me think of him and that and that sort of that day that he gave that to me and it's very thin so I think it would dent easily but I don't recall if the dents were there prior to that incident it's weird if I had known if I knew that they were there before I think it wouldn't bother me but knowing that maybe they happened on my guard makes me feel that I should have it repaired <laughs> He always slept in late and my grandmother would let us come wake him up. <laughs> he'd, be, he'd be sleeping and my sister and I would creep up and we'd start stroking his side because he slept on his side and we'd say, nice poppy, nice poppy. And then we'd smack him and say, bad poppy. And she, she loved that. My grandmother loved that, to wake him up that way, um, in that cruel way. <laughs> but the part that I remember really vividly is that there was this German Shepherd dog and I was stroking its back and as my hand moved from its head down its back to its tail, the tail just ripped off into my hand. And I was just holding it, detached from the dog. And I could see like the vertebrae sticking out of the end of the dog. But the dog was completely unfazed as if nothing had happened and was fine, it seemed. It wasn't acting as if it was in pain, but then somebody nearby assessed the dog and decided that it would soon die because of this 
<laughs> and I feeling terrible and, and that I have somehow done this to the dog. And by now it has a few dents in it. I'm not, if they've come from me or if they came that way or I'm not sure. One day I had a friend bring their two little boys over and the youngest one had found this box. <laughs> I think that maybe they're from him dropping it on the floor a few times before I realized what he had. <laughs> and and like my friend and I, did, we played a lot of games. We were really into Peter Pan and we would, we had this sh short, um, section of stairs in my house. So it was maybe just four or five carpeted stairs. So we would run from the top and jump and see who could jump the furthest and like think, pretending that we were flying. And um, yeah, we were so sure that we really could. So it's a little damaged, but I'm not sure if it already had those. Maybe after all my time in the metal shop, I'll have a clue as to how to do it myself. <laughs> But I remember I was moving from place to place and there was a lot going on and there were lots of people around but I wasn't really engaged in any of it. I think it might be um, more expensive than it's worth as they're pretty small. Um, I do a lot of daydreaming and that sometimes too I'll fr I won't realize that like what I've actually done like I'll imagine all these conversations so that I might have with people so thoroughly that I like when reflecting back, can't recall if this is a conversation I had or if this was a conversation that I intended to have, but then imagined so well that I thought it had already happened, and I'll do that with I'm terrible with. In the relationship between my grandmother and my grandfather, like my grandmother did that, you know, she chose, she either chose something in a shop for my sister or I and wrapped it up, and I don't know that he ever knew what it was, or also she, um, she what is she's still alive she's an excellent knitter and she knit my sister and I beautiful sweaters and things and um and I don't mean that there was a sense like a lack of sense of care for my grandfather it was just he had never given me a present I didn't have this feeling of oh I've never received a gift or that there was something missing but it was unusual for him to just like be compelled to give me something that was personal so personal that he had I was a teenager and I don't and I think he died pretty soon after I don't know if that was the last time we were together or not but um, it was sort of towards the end of his life and then also I'd have this weird memory it's because your dreams kind of become memories and it yeah. I mix them up in memories of the house that I grew up in and dreams that I had there and we had like, the kitchen and the area when you, where you entered the house was all tile and then you took one step down into the living room which was carpet and so my mother wouldn't let us eat in the living room but she'd let us sit on the stair and like if the television was on or something we could eat our snack or a popsicle or something there. The time that we would spend at his house and it was just myself and it was never, I never really went anywhere. Sometimes it was just through the house, like through that hallway that we would where we were jumping from the stairs, the hallway then turned to the left so sometimes in the dream I would leap from the stairs and then you know, actually turn and fly through the hallway. And then other time, the other one that I still recall was like just in the front yard, maybe. Like as a child, I didn't have this vision of a larger world. Now I was flying. <laughs>